All right, welcome back. Your boys are back again. It's the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, That's right, Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. I'm here. You know Brandon's here. All reliable. Yeah, baby. That, that, that guy shows up to work. Uh, so so it's me and blue Brandon. Blue collar, baby. We're blue collar workers over here. That's right. Hey, hey, no... No, no spoon put in these mouths when we were coming up. All right, fighting, <laughs> fighting for scraps. Uh, so, so this week we're going to ask you difference, differences, big deal between offline and online draft. Maybe you've been doing online for a while, and now your your squad is doing an offline draft, meaning a live draft. Big differences, Brandon. I'm tossing it over to you for the first word. The huge differences between the, uh, in my personal opinion, with the, with the online draft and the uh, draft in person, that I feel like the, the the mock drafts that we suggest you guys do, I feel like that's more going to benefit the online because that level of uh, of consistency is going to help and, and it's, it's going to give people more of a visual of like what players should be taken and pe- and people are a lot less. Um, bold enough to reach because they're gonna you know they're not gonna want to look silly in front of people but like the best in my opinion is going to be the in-person draft so that, so there's a very particular strategy that i feel like you, you can have you have to come there with pen pad and homework all right or else you're going to be grasping for straws and you're not going to know who's getting taken and things like that so one of the main strategies that i like to use with um uh, a live in-person draft which i feel like is the best to maximize your potential and doing research. A, a lot of people that do their homework in, in, in live person drafts are always gonna benefit in in live person draft. If you just, with the um, online draft, you don't really have to do much homework because the, the the internet and the computer system is gonna help you out because it's gonna push everybody up. If you miss your draft, they're gonna auto pick for you. You know, I've seen people get like uh, auto picked awesome teams who like miss and they don't know and, and they wait too long and things like that. So, but uh, one main strategy that I like for the in-person draft is, is mark your list of down of, of like rate your players tier wise right and people that you think you want go down that list have have your level of importance by position and don't be afraid as we stated in many episodes before don't 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 be married to your draft board go with the floor of the draft because in, the, in those live in-person drafts you will get some wild cards man i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more with everything you just said uh so the the main difference if i could sum it up in one word it would be preparation. Preparation matters for live drafts. Preparation, you don't need it that much for an online draft. You can do zero preparation for an online draft and just take, oh, oh, I see it's showing these four guys are really good and they're available. I'll take the one of those four that I like. Next time you're up, oh, these guys are rated top tier. Well, you know what? I need a wide receiver. I'll just take one of those four guys they're showing me right now. And over and over and over it goes. It's better to come prepared because this is just what, say your draft is on ESPN app. uh, You're doing it on your laptop or your Mac on ESPN. It's better to still be prepared because ESPN may have this person rated, but you don't believe in that person personally. So like I've said before, I don't think Dak is going to finish as a top 10 quarterback. Almost everybody has him ranked that way. That's just, that's, those are my thoughts on him. But so if I auto drafted or if I just wasn't prepared and I just went with top four guys, I could easily end up with Dak on my roster. So if those are players that you don't want, 
you need to be prepared and know when they're falling and know who else is going in that area so you can take other players instead. But if it doesn't matter and you just want what will probably be a decent team and it's an online draft, you don't need to do much. And that's the, that's the truth. Now, managing your team, not this episode, but something completely different. So not the draft, but man- then managing your team, you need to pay attention to. It's a whole nother episode, whole nother story. But preparation is not necessarily needed for online drafts. Now, the better of the two is in live is a live draft. <clears throat> live drafts, they benefit the people that do the preparation. The people that come prepared, as Brandon mentioned, with pen and pad and are ready, are crossing off the people on their list that got picked. So they know who's available and have tiers one thing I like to do is I like to color code different positions. So I type something up on the computer. I rank the top 200 ish players and I tier tier them, but I also color code positions. Cause I could be like, I'm, I'm round 10 and I didn't grab my quarterback yet. Well, quarterbacks are available. So instead of me scrambling through pages, I could just look for orange. All my quarterbacks say are orange. So for orange, Oh shoot. Ryan Tannehill still on the board. He was killing it at the end of last year. He just got all he all his weapons did were improve. We get Julio Jones. Round 10, I snag up Ryan Tannehill. But Ryan Tannehill still may be ranked pretty low. He he may not be ranked until with a tier of say 14th round people are going. So if you were an online draft, you wouldn't get that guy. You'd still get, well, oh, hey, we're saying we're saying this tight end, Tyler Higby is the pick right now. We have him ranked overall higher. So you'd get Tyler Higby in that in that instance, or maybe Robbie Anderson for the Panthers now. Whereas online, or I'm sorry, uh, in-person draft, you have what you know is right. And you also have players, like sometimes players you won't touch. I, I, I mentioned just because it's a big name. So pe- anybody who hears this should be uh should know this individual and Dak Prescott. I, I know he's a player that I don't want to touch. I know Amari Cooper is a player unless it gets to round 10, which he's not going to fall to round 10 in any draft. He's not a player I'm touching. I, I just don't think they're going to do well. So there are certain players that I don't, at Miles Sanders, at his ADP, I don't want to touch him. I mean, if he gets down to round eight, I'll take a Miles Sanders, of course. But but then you you cross off everybody you have. And, you, and so Dak is going to be way down here for me, whereas everybody else may have him up here. Amari Cooper is going to be way down here for me. Everybody else will have him up here. So you build your team accordingly to the talent that you think is most important and whatever positions you feel are most important, you can do that with your own list. You do that through preparation and you, and that's, you could, you should do that for both live live and online, but you have to do it for the in-person live drafts. That's the biggest difference. Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, and I feel like um, another caveat with the um, another caveat with the with the online draft is that you you, you run into what well, one benefit I would say to the online draft is that you can actually have a have a better opportunity to pick more sleepers. So let's just say half half of the draft that you're entering online, um, people are just gonna pick you know the top best ten players, right? right? So if if you like you know did a time do the research, just it's like Julie was saying, you, if you're online. 
you're going to have a better chance taking sleepers because they're not going to appear in a little queue with, you know what I mean, with players that are already readily available and that you should probably take that position. You can take a flyer on a player that you think is going to be better than any of the guys listed. So, so like somebody that's really dependent on ESPN or Yahoo or, or, or whatever you use to, you know, to help them out, they're going to miss out on taking, you know, taking flyers on maybe that one rookie or maybe the one player that, you know, change teams over the offseason that follow lower than they're supposed to like they're going to miss those opportunities because they're going to be solely dependent on those those little chunk of players that the computer is showing them at that particular time so make sure that you just like Junie said do your research and and, and have the players that you think I, I always have a pool of sleepers I I call it the sleeper pool I always have a pool of sleepers of players that I think are undervalued that's going to give me a lot of value during that season so so what I do is when it comes to that time where I don't I don't like what the you know what the cue show me I'll go down to my pool of players, see where they rank, see what positions I need. So especially if if in my pool of sleepers, I got some, you know, like some some uh, some some RB ones, some 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 wide receiver ones, tight end ones, whatever. And yeah, I will definitely take a flyer on those players and you will benefit from that by just being prepared. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So I've done I've done a, a fair amount of mock drafts now, and you see where certain players are going. So when you do the mock drafts, you know, if you're doing an online draft, that's going to be around where players go. Every once in a while, you'll have somebody that reaches on somebody, but you get an, a really good idea for where the people are going. So that's definitely a benefit for online drafts. You can do the online ones in the comfort of your home and do all these mock drafts and really have an idea of where your players are going. So if you have somebody you really like that's projected uh, end of the third, beginning of the fourth, you know, if you pick in the early third, he's probably won't be there around your pick in the fourth. So you should grab him in the third. So th- th- it's good that you know that. And that's a benefit online. Whereas you'll go in them with that mentality into your live draft. But in live drafts, people, people don't listen to the advice of Brandon and I, people will listen to the advice of somebody like James and just wing it. <laughs> and and what they're gonna do is they're gonna go, hmm, yeah, I like this guy. I'm gonna take him. So uh, uh let's just say shoot, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Odell Beckham Jr. still out there. He's a monster. Well, he's going in the somewhere between the fourth and the seventh now. Like I, I I've seen him go most probably fourth, fifth, sixth round there. Let's say between the fourth and the sixth round, and almost all the mock drafts I've done. Well, some, it could be the second, third round. Maybe the third round, so like, oh, I went, I went running back, running back. I need a wide receiver. Let me take OBJ. And you may have on your board, like, hey, I'm looking at OBJ in the fifth round. And that's when we grabbed him in the third. You're like, ah, I was hoping to get him earlier. But you have to understand that if you did the preparation, that actually benefits you because better talented players, uh, t- maybe not talented, talented is not the right word. Players with better opportunity to score you fantasy points. The reason that they are ranked higher than Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is looking at around a fifth round pick. It's because their players are expected to give you more points. If somebody takes somebody who's expected to go in the fifth and the third. That means the guy who was supposed to go in that spot is now still available for you or somebody else will benefit. Regardless, yeah. it, uh, somebody that should not have been available for your next pick is now going to be because somebody reached and they don't know they're reaching that's the key you, you can I, I i like i like using both both methods from time to time sometimes i'll tell them that they reached 
because it questions, uh, it makes, it makes them question what they're doing. So you get in their head a little bit. And then other times I'll go, Hey, that's a great pick. That's all. Oh, that's a great pick. Great pick. Great pick right there. No, no, no. You're killing it. You are killing it right now. That's a great pick. No, seriously. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. That's a great pick. Uh, so you got to know who you're talking to because that mental warfare in a live draft is everything. Pressure, man. And, and I mean, so many people get talked out of their game, get talked out of picks. I mean, in a, a live draft, you'll have people drafting players that are injured. You'll have people draft because, like I said, ESPN is going to have an injured thing by their name. You know, in a live draft, that ain't going to be there for you. That, that, that help is not going to be there. I've seen people draft people on the free agency list. Oh, I yeah. mean, you name it, it has happened. So, so like, that that is one we've of the seen, we've seen it all we have seen it yeah, all man and that's what, like what Julian's saying like you can jet out mind trick people man like because people are so afraid to look like they don't know what they're doing they will they will they will pick a player based upon what they think that everybody's going to say about that pick because they don't they don't want to hear if you were telling them hey, hey you know what you're doing you know what you're doing and then yeah. so, so eight people are telling them what are you doing you're an idiot Somebody else is, I'm going yep. up to him going, Hey, Dave, don't listen to him. You're killing it right now. Hey, that you're pick <laughs> your, te- your, your team, hey, honestly, your team might be better than mine right now. And I know yep. that I'm nothing but BS and I'm blowing smoke up their butt and I'm doing it on purpose. And now they're like, wait, okay. I don't trust Ju- wait, wait, Julian's telling me this, you know, I don't trust Julian. I'm going to go with what they say. And now they're, and now they're going to reach and just reach because they're what all they're going to do at that point is look for a name. They don't know yeah. what they're doing. I'll, I'll, so I'll so they're, the yep. they're going to look for, so in uh, nine times out of 10, I got to tell you from my personal experience of probably over a decade now of playing face football, it's a quarterback that they'll go for because everybody knows quarterback names. And at this point, when this is really happening, we're looking at after the fourth round, the first, I would say the first three rounds, everybody knows the elite talent of where they're going especially the first two um, you'll get, you'll, you may get a knucklehead. We we've had a guy, I think we mentioned him on the podcast before, but uh, oh, he said he wasn't his first time for playing. We're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. He took the chiefs running. He was a chiefs man, chiefs running back in the first round and took the chiefs backup in the second round. So that's a rare occasion. Maybe you'll have something like that. It was, it was yeah. wild, but, but that, that's not normal. I, I hope if you're listening to this, and you're not in my league. I hope that happens for you. And I hope you benefit from it. And I hope you take some advice that, <laughs> that Brandon and I have given you. Um, but you should, and, and, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say, and, a, and another thing that I wanted to add in regards to the online draft thing is that those, those, those mock drafts that, that we told you guys to do, you're necessarily not gonna benefit as much from those, in my personal opinion, from, from, from an in-person draft, just because you have so many wild cards and like, and like and like people aren't doing, if everybody was doing their research and those mock drafts are probably going to be in line with, with about how people get drafted. But, but like we just stated, people are drafting off the top of their head names. You know, they don't know who's went. They're not paying attention. It's in a lot of draft, a lot of distractions, music, alcohol, like whatever the case is. So, so those mock drafts, like don't marry girls, it could what, be girls so, around. Yeah. Don't, don't like, don't marry yourself to what that mock draft is telling you, because I'm telling you, you're going to have the guy that drafts the two chiefs linebackers. I, I mean, I mean, uh, running backs first and second it's going to throw the whole flow of the draft I, off so say, I, I, I so i i do want i do want to come back and and disagree a little bit with you on that though because i i do think that those mock drafts are immensely important even for live drafts because you know where players are supposed to go 
You know See, you do those. You do. No, 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 you no, 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 so, so, no, no, no. My, my point is, my point is, you learn that. You learn a lot of that. So, I mean, I, I, I can tell you, I know for the first four or five rounds, but I learned from doing all these mock drafts. Oh, round round ten is where this cat is going, and then you do you do about 10, 12 more, and you start seeing oh, people are taking defenses in the tenth or eleventh. Oh, and and I gotta tell you, so one thing that that I don't typically do a lot of research on is defense and kickers. I, I just don't, it's, it's not been a habit of mine, but so doing the mock drafts, I get an idea of what defenses are ranked the highest because I'll see, Oh, they're taking this. If you do, you do 10, you do 10 uh, mock drafts and you see the Rams uh, right now. I'm seeing Rams, Ravens, Steelers, and then the Washington football team. Those four defenses are going top four in every mock draft I do. So it gives me an idea. Okay. Okay. These are the top four. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, and that's not telling you you need to take them where, they, where they're taking them, but it gives you an idea of where, of where people are ranked position wise and also kickers. Like, I, I mean, I, I could name you six kickers. Maybe I don't even know. I don't even know the rest of the kickers because I don't typically look into all that. I, what I do do for kickers, it's a whole other topic, but I, would, I mean, you could stream kickers if they're playing the worst defense in the league uh, week to week. At some point, somebody else is going to pick up on, on uh, the method to the madness, and they're going to start doing that and taking the kicker that you want. So it doesn't typically work consistently. If you can get a consistent kicker, that's a better strategy. But it, it, doesn't, it doesn't require as much attention, so I don't give it that much attention. But in the mock drafts, I learn – which kickers and which defenses. And that's just one thing that I learned. So I, I take that knowledge and while I apply it to the online draft, I also apply it to the in-person drafts. But see, but see what I was saying about the, the mock drafts is that I'm telling you half of the people in, in, um, in let's say you got a 12 man league, just like us, right? Half of the people in the, in the draft are, are probably going to be prepared and the other half are probably not. Let's just go on a 50-50 assumption, right? So if the other if the other half is not prepared, that means one, they haven't done mock draft. So they don't know when people are going. Two, they're gonna go off of the names and not and not understanding where players are supposed to go. So your strategy could backfire if they reach for somebody that at your thing, like, oh, this, you know, this person's gonna be sitting there at the third and fourth round. All the mock drafts I've done said this person should be taken. They could take that person in the second round, you know, or 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 if they're slated to go into six or seven, they could take them in the fourth. And you're just like, ooh, like, and then, and then that's when you, as the person who's prepared, go, dude, you, re- you definitely reach for that player because he wasn't supposed to go. But it doesn't matter because, because one, that player is not prepared. So versus the online, what I was saying, it's like, like ESPN is helping you and letting you know, hey, hey, knucklehead, these are the players that should be going right now. Don't be silly. It, it's, it's just a thing to yeah. show them. Hey, these are the players who are going now. Don't right. be silly. Right. So um, to piggyback on that, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, so say you have somebody in your league. So you have that one individual. He is the 12th man. He is Seahawks through and through. He believes he is the 12th man, despite he can't even tell you who played on the team before 2017, or he is still, he believes he's the 12th man, right? So he wants around round two. He wants Chris Carson. He, like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about, it. Or, or maybe DK Metcalf in round one. Yeah. And he wants Chris Carson around two or something. That's just what he wants. He's going to take Russ round three. And, th- and then he walks into it with those thoughts, or maybe he thinks Russell round one, whatever. He walks in thinking, I need these three players, right? That's what goes through his head. 
Well, if he's doing a, a, uh, excuse me, if he's doing a, an online draft, what's going to happen is he's going to see where they're going, but an online draft, this is something we haven't spoken about is the time. Typically you have 60 seconds to make your pick. Now, if he's just going scrolling down, 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 where's Russell Wilson, where's Russell Wilson, where's Russell Wilson, where's Russell Wilson, where's Russell Wilson? he may run out of talent, time and he's not going to get to see who's left. So mistakes will happen as well. So yeah. a, difference, a difference that is huge in this is mis- you can count on mistakes happening people and maybe that person is you. If you're that person too, hey, we got love for you. If you are that homer, that homer 12th man, and you just, all you care about is like, hey, I threw, I threw 100 bones in this league for a good time with my friends. I want my team with the players I like because I want to root for my squad. I respect it. That's not a, a strategy I would I will ever go with because yeah. it's not the smartest move. But I still respect you and hey, hey, you're you are a man of strict beliefs or a woman of strict beliefs, and and I dig it. But you need to know that you can get if you have a time limit. Typically in live drafts, there won't be a time limit. So in all the live drafts I've ever been in, but we go in and we say, hey, you have a minute and a half to make your pick, or sixty or or uh, two minutes to make your pick. But we don't yeah. time it because we're all there hanging out. We're talking smack. We're enjoying ourselves. If it gets to like, man, it's been about three minutes. Then I start to look at my watch, right? So if, if I'm commissioner, I'm looking at the watch. I'll go, hey, you have one more minute. And even if it reaches that minute, we're there for everybody to have a good time. So even when it reaches that minute, I go, I'm going to give you 15 more seconds. Or I'm putting a kicker up on the board for you. And that's typically how it goes. Well, like if you can't make your pick, we'll go, we're making a kicker for, we're throwing a kicker for you. And when you say that you're warning them, give them two, even like a third warning, I'll go up and actually grab the kicker. They'll go, okay, fine. Okay, fine. And they'll go with somebody they were debating or just a, a, a picture they saw or a name they saw. That was one of the stickers to put up on the board, but they will at least make a decision for themselves online. Yeah. Well, while you will get the best available person, because that's how the auto draft works that's still penalizing you if you wanted something different. Yep. So, so you need to know that that time restraint, it's, it's a huge, huge difference between online and in person. Yes. And we haven't discussed and, it. And that the, the, the penalty of being forced to auto draft on online drafts and not having that in, in person is perhaps uh, after preparation is probably the biggest difference. So please understand that. Understand how much, if you are doing an online draft, understand how much time you have. That's vital for each pick. Go ahead, Brandon. So basically what Julian was saying to, to pretty much piggyback, piggyback off of the mistake, what you want to do to minimize having mistakes, there's two things you can do, right? Obviously, you're going to be on the internet of some kind. So make sure that you, you, know, you don't have a ton of things logged onto your Wi-Fi. Make sure you got a strong signal, things like that. Put yourself in a position to where you don't lose connection during the draft because 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 they would with the online drafts the computer does not care that your internet went out and nobody in the league is going to care that your internet went out because what's going to happen is you're going to get something's going to get auto draft so 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 to avoid that because you can't you know say that you know predict everything that's going to take place what you can do is set your draft queue that is going to be extremely important set right. your draft good good call yeah all the players that you think are important players 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 that you must have on your team players you like look this dude is going to explode this year i got to have him on the squad go to the draft queue there's a thing that says that 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 
this is the draft queue. This is what's going to happen. So you set the draft queue in the event that the power goes out or something like that. The draft will still go on and it'll automatically pick the top players that you have on the list and it'll automatically draft for you so you don't end up with, with somebody that you don't want. With that, that can backfire times too. Because say you have a setup like, hey, I want this person in the first round, this person in the second round, this person in the third round, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Well, maybe all those players got picked and you put players that you want in the eighth round and now it's the sixth round and you were auto-drafted and they're giving you eighth round picks in the sixth because all those players ahead of time went against you. But, but so just know that that's possible too. If you don't put yourself in a position to succeed by giving yourself good internet, a lot of things can happen if you are not logged in. And so, yes, like Brandon was saying, offline, you need great internet. You need great connectivity for that hour and a half or whatever long the draft is. Um, Something I want to speak on is uh, Brandon, Brandon touched on it, but I want to elaborate more. The outside influences on offline versus online draft, Uh, whatever your, whatever your vice may be like to have a drink or two. If you're over the age of 21, Uh, if you're in a place where it's legal, smoke a little Mary Jane. If you are doing your draft around some girls, I know some people do their drafts at pool parties like we've done. Maybe you're doing a draft at a strip club, whatever you may be doing. There may, there could be a lot of things that take your attention away from the draft. Now that's all for live draft online draft. Sitting in the comfort of your own home. I'm in my spare bedroom. Uh, you see me all the time. I got I got my my son's diapers up on the wall. I'm here just chilling. You know, nothing's gonna take away from me in my own home uh, with my great internet. Focusing, pulling up. Uh, maybe I need to research a little something on my MacBook. Boom! I know my picks. I know who's who's most likely gonna be available. I at least know the the ten best players, the twelve best players for my next pick. I'm I'm gravy. So online, that's a huge benefit because I'm going to give it the attention it deserves. I'm going to make sure I'm home that day, uh, whatever the time the draft is. I'm going to find out what time my draft is as well. Find out from your commissioner, hey, what time exactly is this draft? And typically, online drafts, people are all over the place. So I know I'm in in two leagues this year who the commissioner and majority of people are in Eastern time. I'm in Washington State, so I'm in Pacific time. So I need to make sure, hey, what time uh, Eastern time is the draft? So I got to take three hours back and I got to focus and make sure, hey, what am I doing that day at that time? Speaking of that, I actually need to get on top of that. I need to find out from these two league commissioners, these leagues that, hey, what day, what day is the, are these drafts and what time are these drafts? Because I need to make sure I'm even available. Uh, schedules book up. So do that. Do that preparation. I might need to take off at work a day. I might need to leave work early. I probably will have to make sure I don't go to the gym that day or maybe wake up at the butt crack of dawn and work out early so I can be available for my draft. Be in the com- Ideally, be in the comfort of your own home or wherever it is. Maybe, maybe it's at work. Maybe you do your research at work and you get great internet and that's where you want to do your draft. That's fine too. But go to the place that you do your research. Go to the place that you feel comfortable using the computer and do your online draft there. Your offline one, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things can influence you. Like I was mentioning, one thing we do after the, I think we do after the second round, uh, in our main league, the worst pick of the round, we do a vote. Who had the worst pick? I mean, and whoever got voted the worst pick has to take a shot. 
Well, if you if you are now in round seven and you've been voted three times worst pick of the round, not only is your pride in the garbage, but also your brain is hazy. Your vision is hazy because in the last 20 minutes, you pounded three shots, not to mention you're probably drinking socially too. And you probably drink before the draft because it's you, you most likely got out of 12, you at least probably got eight alpha males talking smack to you, peer pressuring you into drinking some stuff and doing some things, uh, maybe smoking some stuff, whatever it is that you do, people are going to be peer pressuring you because everybody there thinks they are the man or whoa, man. And just know those outside influences will, will affect you. As we mentioned before, James has fallen asleep during a draft. Uh, we just we gave him some kickers and some people that nobody's going to draft for his last, I think, four, five, four or five picks because he fell asleep. We asked when we went, to, we were going to wake him up when it was his turn. When we went to wake him up. He was gone. He got in a cab and went back to his hotel. So, like <laughs> that, those outside influences can can hit you hard. And they will sneak yes. up on you. Yes. If you if you are in an online draft, the worst that could happen is you got the best available player according to whatever that app is, Yahoo, CBS, ESPN, whatever. You auto-drafted. You passed out, and you got the best available according to that app. Online or in person, offline, you do not have that benefit. And if you are with some jerks like Brandon and I, you are going to get kickers. three or four kickers on your team. Yes. Some free agent guys, some third string running backs. Yes. You can expect to get uh Adrian Peterson this year. Yes. Because because yes. you know, and and Brandon and I will justify it and say, Are you kidding me? That's a Hall of Famer. That's a big name. <laughs> so you can expect we will give you Adrian Peterson if you fall asleep at our draft. Yes. Absolutely. All right, Brandon, you got anything else? Uh, the, I mean, as you guys can see, as we discussed the difference between online and in person, there is one common common factor in both of them, preparation. There's different types of preparation for each one, but preparation is still consistent. How Julian brought up a really good point about the online draft as, as far as knowing your time zones, the times, like that's, that's a different level of preparation. You know, the mock drafts, all that good stuff in person is doing your research, you're pinning your pad. So, so there's different levels of preparation. Figure out what level of preparation applies to whatever kind of draft you're going to have. So just put yourself in a position to win, man. Yeah. And if you're in person, maybe your maybe your uh, draft, maybe your league is doing something different this year. Maybe they are doing an auction draft. Uh, uh, maybe they're doing, they went from standard to PPR or PPR to standard or something to half one PPR. Maybe they're switching something up. Typically in an in-person offline draft, they will announce that at the beginning. All right. These are the league rules, blah, 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 blah. And we'll go through stuff before the draft even kicks off before the first pick happens. When you're online, it's like, okay, here we go. And you're drafting. You may not know the rules. If you're in person, you can ask, hey, hey, I know last year people were talking about blah, blah, blah. Do we ever make up our mind on that? While you should definitely know the answer to any of your questions well in advance to the draft. At least, yes. 
but at least you have the luxury in person of asking before. Yeah. Because if you like, hey, once everybody gets here, everybody gets here at 1 p.m., we're going to start the draft that time. You show up at 1245 and you're hanging out, you're talking and you ask somebody, hey, did we ever decide this? I go, oh, oh, that's what they went with. OK, cool. You have that luxury in person. Online, you don't. You might text somebody, you know, in the league mm-hmm. and they could be like, I don't know, bro. And that's where you're left with. <laughs> or, or you could you could text the commissioner. And he could be like, I already got his money. I'm, I don't owe this guy anything. He could have asked me a month ago when he joined the league. And he didn't. So just know that you need to know what time and what time zone your league is, is your draft is taking place. You know what type. Is it snake? Is it auction? I, I mean, you know how many people are in your league. You could, you could see that if you count them, if you're in person, I'll fl- if you're online, you can at least kind of see what's going on, but it'll tell you what spot you are. But there's there's so many different elements to offline and online. Now, the final thought is, what do we recommend out of the two? I, I will kick us off here. Brandon, I'll give you the last word. 10 times out of 10, I prefer an in-person draft for for multiple reasons. One, I like to prepare. And you don't, I've seen many, many people not be prepared for online drafts and still end up with very good teams because they just took what the best available that they knew I could just see who the best available is and take them. They got a lot of talent that way. That frustrates me because I put the time and effort and the preparation into it, which benefits me in the online draft, but also really benefits me in the in-person draft. Also, I like talking smack and trying to get people's heads. That benefits me in person. Because if you're online, people aren't there, or maybe you're texting them or calling them. They could not answer. So it doesn't, doesn't have the same effect online, talking smack and the, the mental warfare. You have that on, online. I'm sorry, you have that in person. And on top of that, the outside influences. I enjoy the outside influences, and I enjoy trying to bring other people into the outside influences because I know even if I don't know where I'm at, I've got my list and my list is still going to tell me, Hey, this guy's best available. I could, my eyes could be down like this. I could be looking, Hey, we took this, we took that guy. All right. I'll take this guy. And, but I've got that right here. But if I'm online, I close my eyes, fall asleep. And I'll get best available in pros and cons to that pros still got to get, still get the best available according to that app in the scoring system cons didn't get who I wanted, but I like, because I come prepared and I know how to handle myself in person. I think takes the cake 10 times out of 10. And then I'm, I'm sorry. The last thought is the camaraderie. You don't get that online in the online drafts. I'm in uh, one of my leagues. I only know one person in the league. I was in the league uh, two years ago. I wasn't in it last year. I was unable to be. But uh, the year before that, first year I did it, I only knew the guy that invited me, and I won the league. And then I'm back in it this year. I still only know that guy. But I'm I'm trying to talk smack to these people I don't even know. And while that's fun, I kind of just feel like a troll online. Like I'm just trolling people that I don't even know. (laughs) Smack smack talk means a lot more when you know the person. I, I I talk garbage to Brandon. (laughs) 
all the time, but it's cool because he's my boy. It's fun. It means something because we're friends and we know each other. Even even if we didn't like like each other, at least we know each other. You don't get that when just online leagues, unless it is 12, 11 other people you know, but typically that's not the case. So yeah, Yeah, due to preparation, camaraderie, outside influences, I much prefer the in-person draft. Brandon, final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't agree more. Um, I definitely prefer the in-person draft for, for some of the same reasons that you stated about preparation. I want to be rewarded for for taking the time to you know take right. my research and everything serious. You know, and I like one, one thing I hate 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 about fantasy football is auto drafting. Oh my god, I hate auto drafting. I hate when somebody gets to benefit. He uh, does. The computer selecting their team. Like, I, he I don't know why that, so that bothers much. me so much. It just, yes, yes. It hate, I, I hate it so much. So, so just off of how much I despise auto drafting, I have to go with in person draft because you, you get rewarded for doing your research and being prepared and being able to stand up to peer pressure. Because once again, there's going to be hecklers. Like, James is the biggest heckler you're going to run across. Every single pick, you're going to have the guy like James, but every single pick that you pick is a bad pick. No, no, no. No matter how on par with the course it is, you you could pick the guy at the right spot. James is gonna say that was a bad pick. Unless there, it's there a, unless it was like a Cleveland that. Brown. Unless it's a Cleveland Brown, yeah. you made a yeah. bad pick. And yeah. I'm a Browns or fan. A, I'm a Browns fan, but it's, it's nuts with him. Yeah, or he's a Buckeye. If it, it, it was a Buckeye, he's like that, that's a good pick. That was a good pick. But other than that, every pick. But but I mean like, and and just like Julian said, it is definitely fun to see people squirm. You, you know, people to scramble and like and like, like worry about the next person. Everybody's kind of looking around at each other and it's. And, and it's definitely a, a lot, the experience itself is a lot more fun and, and you feel a lot more engaged with the league whenever it's, whenever it's in person versus, versus online. Like I said, it, it just feels like you're, if you've done mock drafts, that's exactly how the online draft is going to feel. Like a bunch of people you don't really know, even if you know them, it's still going to feel like a bunch of people you don't know, just picking, just picking what's next, 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 next. So I, I would definitely have to go with the, with the in-person draft. I, I, I'm going to throw back to you for an actual final thought, but I said one other thing I had, I had to, I had to mention another reason why in-person draft is so much better is because it's a reason to party. And I believe next week's episode, we're going to talk about how to throw a fantasy football draft party. I believe that'll be our next week's episode. And it's a reason to throw a party. And man, they're some of my favorite parties ever are fantasy football draft parties. So that's another reason why I love them so much. But Brandon, give us a fa- final thought on either online versus offline drafts, or just give us a final thought on the season. It's it's about the, almost the end of we're middle of July. It's creeping up. Preseason's around the corner. Training camps are opening. They're about to open yeah, very um, very very soon. T- give us some, give us a thought. People are people at this at this time. People are starting to feel that itch, right? They're starting to feel that itch. Draft leagues are starting to open up. Oh, yeah, they're, they're starting to get that itch. Draft leagues are starting to open up. Training camps Exciting. are popping. Everybody, everybody's looking online, seeing what their teams are going to do. One thing I ask you guys to, to, to really watch out for is when your draft is going, right? Because a lot of commissioners can get a little overzealous just because it is getting, you, you know, they're getting antsy. They, 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 they want to start the party and the fun, but be careful to make sure you tell your commissioners or whether you were to not start your draft too early because you have to wait. I told people it's, it's pertinent to wait to after that third preseason game because you don't want to end up drafting a starter that blows his ACL, right? And and, and it happens every year. One and then your whole season is tanked. Yeah. So so 
I would definitely, definitely, if you get to vote and for leagues, make sure that you do not have your, your draft before the third preseason game, because that third preseason game is when, the, you know, the starters are ramping up and they're ready to go. And after that, it's done. So tons of injuries, ACLs, you know, soft tissue injuries, like all that kind of stuff happen within the first, first, second and third preseason games. All right, there it is. It's been the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, which we you much prefer in-person drafts over offline. And make sure that draft is after preseason game three. We out. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah.